Welcome to the One Fall WrestleCast. One Fall! Hey. Hey, we're doing pretty good on this, guys. I can't believe how out of tune that intro is. I really need to record a new, I, I really need to record a new one. I did not record that one, by the way. No, nah, my, my 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 other buddy did that for us. That's okay. What he did was fine. Like the tone is good. It's just not he didn't tune the guitar first, which is problematic for when you want I'm to record. I'm as tone deaf as it gets, so I've got nothing. I just smile and whatever sounds good. It's okay. <laughs> uh, shit. How we doing this week, guys? Uh, I mean, I watched a lot of bad wrestling, but otherwise, you know, I did pretty good, actually. It was a yeah. good week. Derek, how about you, bud? I can't say that it was bad wrestling. I'm not sure. Uh, both of you guys seem to... Oh, my God. It shit into yeah, my eyeball. No, 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 no. There was, there was plenty of things to... Tony Khan shit into this eyeball, and Vince McMahon shit yeah, into this was... eyeball. You just weren't watching the right stuff. They there were was things wet. to watch. I watched all the stuff. There was like an was hour of good stuff. I didn't, wa- I didn't like watch seven Impact. or eight. Was it uh, Impact? I didn't watch that. No, I didn't watch that either. I had nobody scared. should watch Impact. I should good probably brothers, cancel that subscription. Did the Good Brothers Sorry, beat up a midget this week? <laughs> they should have. Do they? Which episode number is that? I don't know. I'm up. just assuming. It's really stupid. There was a guy that used to flip people with his dick before. Hey guys. What Gu- guys? What could be a lot worse? It could be. You could be stuck in your basement for two weeks. <laughs> Who's true. that? Oh wait, that's me. That's me. Yeah, Please. yeah, um, yeah. I got uh, I got diagnosed with the with, with the coronavirus this week, there, folks. Um, I'm good. I'm I'm happy. I'm healthy. Uh, I'm going a little crazy, you know. Uh, sitting in my basement. Don't believe him. He was already crazy. Yeah, I was already crazy, but I'm a lot more crazy now. Uh, I'm going to be real excited to go back to work, so that should tell you how crazy I actually am. He messaged us 45 minutes after he had been quarantined to his basement and said, Guys, this is shit. This is terrible. <laughs> I, I remember like, that. I was like, Walt, it's been 45 minutes. He's like, I'm a social person. I am. I'm a very social creature. He's a butterfly. I'm choking on my own beer. That's the... Hey, that's... That's how you know it's the good stuff. Did you brew it yourself? Your own beer? No, I breathed it. Ah. You shouldn't breathe beer. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, shit. So, guys, wrestling this week. I guess we'll just go ahead and we'll talk about the big news coming out of WWE this week. Let's do that. Um, All right. So I guess the USA Network. Fight you fuckers later. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I guess the USA Network has called for change uh, after a record, all-time low record rating this week. Um, so low, in fact, that Dynamite on Wednesday beat Raw in the hour-for-hour slot, as well as the key demographic. Uh, Raw, just to put it into perspective, had an average viewership of 1.527 million this week, which was down from their all-time low last week, 12%. So the thing about Raw is is that you you earn the rating for what you did last week. Um, Raw last week, uh, 
two weeks ago from today that we're recording this was 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 boring. It was a sleepy time. So here's my problem with WWE, and then I feel like this is the problem overall with WWE is that WWE manages to put out two to maybe three really good hours of programming every week. However, WWE has something to the tune of seven hours of programming at least every well, week. It, it's eight if you count uh, Saturday's morning main event or whatever uh, the hell it's that. called that these days. No. That doesn't count. Okay, we'll say eight. And so 205 they, Live. So that's Is nine. that still a thing? So yeah. those are those are oh. two hours. Those are two hours of not really very good. Uh, no, that doesn't even count. That's, but um, so so that doesn't count towards the the two to three hours of good television. But you know they they've got eight hours, but they only put together like three hours of good. So there's like five hours of not good. Um, often enough times, at least ninety minutes of that is on Raw. Uh, at least 90 minutes of Raw is terrible. Well, you and I generally watch Raw on Hulu. Yes. For 90 minutes. Yes. And then maybe some spots on YouTube, whatever else, maybe didn't get on to Hulu. And truth be told, I like Raw as a product. I think it's good. I think the storylines are good. However, as a live product, as an unedited live product, it suffers because if you watch it live, it's like, God, so many commercials. And not only is it so many commercials, sometimes you'll sit through 15 minutes of commercials and you'll come back to something that's just pure horseshit. And I think that's the problem, really. Like, they've got stuff and they've got guys. And, yes, there's COVID and, yes, that's a problem and and all this other stuff. But, like, I, I mean, at this point, WDB has unlimited resources and they can only sort of on Mondays – in a three-hour time slot, fill half of that with anything worth watching. And that's the problem. No, yeah, I mean, I uh, I agree with you on that. You know, it's to the point now where I don't even think that I've watched Raw Live on a Monday. Um, and it was kind of one of those things that, like, you know, I was making sure that I was hitting the DVR every single Monday just so that, you know, once everybody in my family went to sleep, I could sit down and watch the entire three hours worth of Monday Night Raw. And I find, found myself in, I don't know, the last six to eight weeks not even doing that and just picking up Hulu the next day um, because it gives you enough of what you actually need to see, the the segments that are going to, you know, promote the pay-per-view and the, the bigger storylines and things like that. So why watch all the of the, the other uh, mid-card and undercard stuff when it's not really creating anything any kind of buzz or anything like that so um definitely hulu has been the 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 way to go on that um well it edits out the filler too yeah yeah for sure you know and and like we talked about i think a couple weeks ago you know they kind of mishmash it together and they make it a better show it flows a lot better and uh you know things like that so when we were kids we're always pre-taped and that's when it was, and even like when it was doing some of its best numbers ever, like in the late 90s, a lot of that was pre-taped and then edited together. And I think that's really what suffers the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's not been good, that's for sure. Um, you know, I mean, they've had some had some flashes and some bright spots. and you know, I think there's a lot of bright. There. I think there's a lot of bright. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not down on it. I think there's a lot of bright. But I do think that there's—it's so long that there's just too much of it. 
So, fellas, basically, from the headline that you read, Walt, about USA is not happy with the current product at this time. What I gather from that is not is not the amount of quality content. It's the amount of money that they're making from advertisements and uh, the marketing revenue that they're trying to bring in off for buying this channel for... I, I don't know what USA would have to pay to bring the rights to Raw exclusively to their you know, customer base, but that's got to be more of what we're talking about i would assume because it's got to be coming from a business aspect as i mean for sure it's got to it's one if i'm paying you five million money. apparently i'm not getting five million dollars worth of three hours of content uh, you know uh, i you mean know. you're 100 correct it's definitely about the money um you know i mean in ratings create money and that's the the long and the short of it here you know and the report that i read said that you know a top usa executive has you know handed down this order that they want to change on monday nights they want to see a more dark and violent style show so what does that mean are you going to do you're going to put the fiend in front of us for three hours no he's dead yeah i mean yeah, he, apparently he, he, he you know he you catch a, i saw that man die yeah i watched that happen uh, but there's a mean, circle there, that's also a thing i i'm not sure that we we talked about that earlier that the Fiend seems to be tweeting now to Randy and things. Well, about no, no, no. It's, it's, just, and... it's Bray that tweeted. Oh, Bray, excuse me. Yeah. The Fiend is dead. They're, they're separate people. Some, <laughs> at some point, they decided they're separate. It's uh, tough. I'm sorry. Far, so, okay, the USA Shit. Network. Gosh, so when we were... Ross been on USA, except that it stopped and it was on FX for a minute, but like... When we were children, when Raw was getting 9 million viewers a week, it was on the USA Network. Now... When it was on USA Network and getting 9 million viewers a week, we had, you know, Trish Stratus in, uh, in, in evening gown matches. We had Sable in bikini matches with just paint. We had uh, Mankind taking chair shots to the head. Bang! 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 We had uh, Chris Benoit also taking chair shots to the head. Which, if you're going to point a line, um, led to a murder suicide. Hey, you went over the line. You can't do that. Ooh. Anyway, now. Ah, whatever. He doesn't like me anyway. Um. So, there's yes. Okay. Oh my God. We want to see blood. We want to see this. We want to see that. I, look, I I wouldn't mind a little bit of color. I wouldn't mind a little bit of you know, mid nineties stuff. However, here we are in 2020 and they have the best workers ever. I don't want to see them put their workers in danger to facilitate a more edgy product. Um, what I wouldn't hate would be edgy storylines, not necessarily in the sense of like sexy or risque necessarily. I don't need that as a, as a 36 year old man. Um, anymore. I don't, I don't get my jollies from that anymore. Maybe as a 13-year-old, maybe that's what they're chasing after. Maybe boobies are the thing. However, I, I feel like the in-ring product for men and women is through the roof right now, and it, it's much better. We're not an 18 to 25 demographic anymore, either. Uh, but you know what? Even when I was 18 to 25, that wasn't that wasn't what I well, was watching. Yeah, when I, I, was 13, I didn't 14, mean to argue yeah. it. I was just saying, you know, that's, that's part of it. You know, you gotta look at that. I agree. Uh, look, a little bit edgier is fine. Um, and I feel like there's some of that exists, but I think the product as a whole needs to be a little bit leaned up. Um, kids don't have this like 
it, knowing having children, kids don't have a very like focused perspective on things. They can't, you know, watch a long turned out storyline. They don't give a crap about callbacks to matches that happened six months ago and things like that. <clears throat> Which I know the guys in the ring are really those are the ones calling that. But um, as far as storylines are concerned, they need to sort of be simple. They need to be coherent. There needs to be a good guy. There needs to be a bad guy, and and that needs to be consistent for something to make sense. And that's part of the problem is that they sort of kind of book everybody just for whatever works in the storyline. And the only consistent bad guy is generally like Baron Corbin. And, you know, Oscar flip-flops all the time. Same thing with Charlotte Flair. Same thing, you know, Roman just flipped, which is great. That's the best storyline there is to tell right now is Roman Reigns. Um, but on Raw particularly, why was why was the fiend, the babyface, in what happened yesterday? Uh, I mean, I mean the, the Randy the, Orton's obviously a heel. I get it, but it's like, cat. What are I we? I mean, the like, fiend the fiend came over to Monday Night Raw and they instantly put him in a situation where he's taken out the entire you know the entire Retribution faction single handedly you know and putting him over as this giant babyface. And while he was on SmackDown, you know, he was booked as a tweener, you know, mm-hmm. and he actually led more towards the heel side. But, uh-huh. you know, his the initial piece of uh, of the Fiend's run was so, you know, so driven to be a heel. Um, but, you know, the fans appreciated what he was doing with that character so much that they're the ones that put him over. You know, and so, they're the ones that, that, that started. I mean, you look at it, his, his title feud with Rollins. You know what I'm saying? No like way. he was he was gonna be it was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin situation where he was it, so exactly. over that it wasn't gonna matter. Exactly. Gonna, and that's but but even that. even still when he was on SmackDown, they were still booking him as a heel. Now they're trying to book him as a baby face, and it's just not working. So yeah. what they should have done was they should have had him do what they did with the Undertaker and have him crucify the baby face. Pull the guy who is the most over who is the biggest baby face, who is happy g- pull and kill him. Like, not literally, obviously, but you know, that, well, do you remember when The Undertaker... On fire. Think about how over The Undertaker was in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, that do Ministry of Darkness, the do Ministry of Darkness was huge. The Undertaker crucified Stone Cold Steve Austin on live television. That and Stephanie great. McMahon, too. And Stephanie McMahon. He was a heel. He was the heel of heels. He not only was he a heel, he had a ministry of like despicable characters around him. He had the he underling had, heels. He had Midian. He had Viscera. He had uh, at, at one point Edged Christian for a minute. Uh, the Hardy Boys for a minute. I mean, it was like he had despicable like mutants around him. Um, and and you really needed Gangrel for the whole package there. Yeah, and don't, and don't get the Hardy Boys, Gangrel, and Edge and Christian. There you go. This is Gangrel. Side note. Side note. Still doing it. Side note. How great was that entrance, though? I mean, that was the best. That's the best entrance. Best entrance in wrestling. Ever. I, I mean, it's it's never been topped. It's still the best. And they did it like every week. Occasionally, they did it on like Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, you had to convince him to put some wow. money in that thing. Like, I mean, that's not just something you can just go do, I'd assume. I've not done They had to theater, have, like, a lift but... and fire. Yeah, there's um special spots that will do that. Probably not super common. A lift and fire. 
But, anyway. you know, I mean, I don't necessarily think that the attitude era is is what USA is looking for right now. So, you know, my thing is, well, and we're not. Want? We've only got a couple options here. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, sports entertainment, pal. But if they're aggression, I mean, I, I feel like they need to get away from the PG rating, first of all. If well, yeah, they're going to they're going to expand and they're going to get a little bit deeper and a little bit darker. I feel like they need to let people like Bray Wyatt be a little more hands on in in some some other storylines. They let need him to, be mean. You know, Look, I mean, he. you know how Bray would be mean if they let him like I mean, obviously, Alexa Bliss is a trained wrestler and she can take bumps regardless of who fake punches her or not. You want have the fiend hit a woman? At, yeah, I mean that's at, not something at, that we see in WWE. At ten thirty p.m., never happen. Have, have the fiend hit a woman? And have her get some color? Could you imagine? Oh my god! Oh my I god! Mean, Could you imagine the heat though? Uh, yeah, and I mean they would be calling. A, they would be calling to cancel it, and the next week would get five million views for sure. And I'm you know, not, you, I'm, look, it would be hot shotted a little bit. I'm just saying. And and you know what? Alexa wouldn't even really be hurt cuz it's wrestling, it's predetermined. Right. But I'm saying that's the like also that would be a great way to snap out snap her out of this like that would be a great twist. Yeah, but I don't think it's time to snap her out of that yet. Nah, She's like, no, I agree. What, look, like, I'm, maybe I am, two I am, months. I am so. full in with the Alexa with the Fiend. But yeah. Fiend might be dead. That's probably the thing it. needs to stop taking uh, losses, man. Honestly, like he, this we'll is talk twice about now that Randy's match. done his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk right, about yeah. this because this match was. It wasn't the worst Bray and Randy match ever, but it was. It was a little sus. Anyway, you know, I, I mean, but I, I don't disagree necessarily that there needs to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a change of direction on Raw's creative. I mean, you let's take a look at this this Monday's like spot segments, like the the ascension ceremony with uh, AJ Styles, the Miz, Morrison, and Drew McIntyre. That was a fucking dumpster I fire. I enjoyed that. No, no, no. I no, mean, no, no. no. It, it like was that not, was trash. No, you're it was stupid. it was god awful, Derek. It was, was god awful. And the fact that you're fucking... sitting there and you're fucking agreeing with that is ridiculous. No, I why don't you go watch that. some Impact, bro? Okay, <laughs> seriously, like. Get the fuck out of here! Are you are you dumb? Are you wow? Are you dumb? What? Like that? That's what? that's trash TV. It's trash TV. It was entertaining. It's, there was this, nothing entertaining here. Tonight? Is this what happened? I haven't watched tonight. No, what this happened? was no. last Monday. No, yeah, yeah. Before last Monday, the, the beginning the opening segment. Yes. Okay, yes. A, a yes. very a very Mizzy Christmas. Get the fuck Sorry, out! Sorry, it's here. been a long time. Get the fuck uh, out of here! That was. John Morrison is Braveheart. That it's, seemed like traditional Raw. He already thing. did that. He did. That's the callback that nobody gives a shit about. That's what I was talking about earlier. I didn't, I didn't give a callback. shit about it 20 years ago. I don't care that, about it now. That wasn't 20 years ago. It was like uh, 10, I mean, it was like 10 years ago. Okay, so uh, I'm sorry, I'm off a decade. Just one whole decade. That's all. I mean, all I'm right. just saying. Like, Raw was trash. You guys like trash. my? Uh, you guys like my PlayStation buttons? Are those coasters? My, they're my coasters, yeah. I have four. That's, that's awesome. They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine you would have four of them because there's four buttons that are different shapes. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Wow. Sorry. But, 
I, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and let you defend Monday Night Raw. I'm just not going to do it. If I would have sat, if I was sat down on Monday and I would have watched that for three hours, I probably would have flipped my TV over and wrecked everything in my house because I, I would have gone crazy. I have a controversial statement to make. Proceed, sir. Raw was better when Monday Night Rollins was the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right. And I miss Seth Rollins. I do too. I can't I wait till he comes back. The, I actually mentioned me this too. earlier. I don't uh, miss the Buddy Murphy storyline, though. I'm I'm over it. Like, uh, I would watch Buddy Murphy wrestle 10 out of 10 times, though, instead of watching Joey Janela, which I'm sure we're going to fight about later. It was the best match of the week, pal. Fuck you. I'm just There's saying. No fucking way. It was fuck the best you. match it's of the, the week. Most bullshit statement he could ever say. He's he's. I know, but still, fuck him. Fuck him for saying that because it makes me mad on the inside. He's just trying to hot shot an episode. He's I'm pretty. not trying to hot shot trying shit. To do. I'm not doing nothing. He's trying to everything. Everything that WWE and AEW put in front of us this week was absolute trash. That's what I said. Everybody did, took diarrhea into my eyeballs this week. I watched a lot of bad wrestling. It was trash. A lot of bad wrestling this week. Although, you know what? I watched that pay-per-view. That pay-per-view was not bad, except... Pay-per-view uh, was, I'd say, half decent. Because at first I oh, hated no, it. No, it was like 90% decent. Yeah, it was no, good. No, no, no. Saved no, the no. week for me. Because totally. I thought if I would have had to come in here and shit on TLC, too, there would have been a problem. Derek, will you stop sulking, man? Because I said you were dumb. <laughs> like, Be nice to Derek. Come what on. What do you mean? You're pouting. You're pouting because I said you were well, dumb. I don't know if... Chairs your own COVID leave doesn't mean well, I won't drive up there and stab you. Well, I don't, I don't know if chairs. I didn't mean that. COVID. You know, we're going to be on the internet. Please edit take a that chair out. Shot? <laughs> what? Derek just threatened to stab me on live internet radio. I threatened to hit you with a chair. That's all right. You didn't threaten to maim me. <laughs> but I have a problem. I won't stab him in a deadly spot. Wait, in I Taiwan. can't. Are you trying to say I can't maim you with a with a chair? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, I, think, I think Jay Uso would disagree because his gimmick is getting dude, beat out of him by Kevin Owens. How about Owens this? I have this chair. in my notes right now. Jay Uso had black tape on his left leg so he'd remember which side was hurt. And then that mo- mo- he he's down beside the ring and he's telling the wrong freaking foot whenever he's trying to get up. Like, are you kidding me? Listen, well, we got. We got way too much Jey Uso in that TLC match, but we'll talk about way that later. Way too I'm sure. much. And then listen, let, let's keep talking about it. I mean, I know that we were supposed to be talking about Monday Night Raw and, and their their need, their call to action by USA Network, but I mean, let's just talk about WWE as a whole, man. Fuck it. I'm tell you what, SmackDown was a dumpster fire too. It you're gonna was. give me Ugh. you're gonna give me two hours of television and Oof. 90 90 minutes of it's Roman Reigns. Come on, bro. I don't Come know. On. I like. I, I, mean, I listen. What's told. It's the better part of the show. He's it the is better part of the show. It is, but the same thing that it, that they did before by ramming him down our throat when he was the he was the savior and the baby face. They're yeah. doing now is he's a heel, and it's making well, me despise who, the who, angle. Who Let me throw this watch? out there. I didn't watch SmackDown this week, right? I did. But if you're gonna tell me that Roman Reigns was featured for an hour, then I would say. There was the first beginning monologue was at least 15 minutes of Roman Reigns telling me how he was the head of the table. And then about 20 minutes later, Jey Uso came out and did something stupid and pissed off Roman. And then Roman had to have a talk with him with Paul Heyman. 
and then he had Jay to go out there and prove himself to do something else. What's that? <laughs> he got beat with a chair. All yeah. I'm saying oh, is, well, yeah. So it was it's, six. It's, it was I don't six even segments. Even watch SmackDown. I've, it I've wasn't got it. Six. I, I've Come on. It, it was three. It was six. definitely at least five. It was. They three. better figure this shit out. It was three. Opening Beginning, segment. Middle, it was opening the opening segment. segment. There first was commercial the break. No. Then they had one. Yep. They had one right after the first commercial break. Then the thing with KO happened. And then later on, Paul Heyman was on. And then at the end of the show, all of them, they all came trotting out again. At least five. Okay. So Paul, I didn't count Paul, but okay. I mean, he's all part right. of the story, pal. All right, all right, all right. Is he really uh, though? Like, I feel like God. I feel like they've washed Paul away at this point. Most of the time, he's just standing back. Like, Paul doesn't even say anything anymore. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Well, he it's doesn't like, really have to either. He's, he's shocked Paul Bearer at this point. I want him to, man. Like, I've 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 expressed that. He says things on, on the, the show previously. You know, I I really enjoy a Paul Heyman promo. Speaking of talking smack, did you see this shit where all week long they they advertised the Rock was going to be on Talking Smack because uh, SmackDown was on FS1 this week, so and they were going to do Talking Smack right after uh, SmackDown on FS1. Usually, Talking Smack is network show the following morning. Yeah, um, they advertised that the Rock was going to be on it all week. Talked about the Rock being on Talking Smack all week. Even Corey Graves said, oh, The Rock's going to be on Talking Smack after this show. And they aired an old interview. What kind of shit is that? Uh, <laughs> a hot shot is what it is. But yeah. is this where we're at right now? Why would yeah. we? I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I've never watched this Talking Smack. Um, I, that, I've, I actually have. It was. It used to be good. Um, it's not is it on the network? Is that where you got to do it? Yeah, it's on the network. Whenever I watch the the network, I'm looking for boobies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so well, that's probably what USA wants. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> what are they gonna have? Uh, They're gonna have the king come back and yell about puppies. Puppies. I mean, it'd be more entertaining than the shit we're dealing with right now. No, it oh, wouldn't be. I mean, I'm just saying. Tom Phillips's ass, would you? Literally, Tom. Look. look Raw would be 100% better right now if they were to fire Tom Phillips and put somebody in there who could talk. Like, I'm tired of watching Tom Phillips stumble over people's names. It's terrible. I mean... It's really terrible. Give me Vic Joseph. I mean, put Caleb Braxton out there. I, I don't, I don't know what... Not Mar- Mar- whatever his name is. Why don't Mar- you like Morrow, no. dude? I love Morrow. Like I wish Morrow... Like good it, Lord, no. bring me Morrow Ronaldo. Mama no. Mia. But I'm just saying, like, I'm I like Mar. My day around it, yeah. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here. And I'm not gonna li- like. I'm not sitting here saying like he's a freaking horrible person. No, you, you, you at one million percent are. You're sitting here. You're, you're disparaging the goddamn good name of Mara Ronaldo. <laughs> Is that what Jesus. I'm doing? You're disparaging wow. the good name, Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Mama Mia. He's actually one that when they say Tope Suicida, I don't get pissed off. Because he actually calls it when it is a tope. Oh, uh, there were so many topes died. going on today in the Kenny Omega match. Uh, uh, match of the week, pal. I wish match I would have wrote them down. There was a lot of topes. Well, it was an excessive amount of tope. Well, don't make me hope that the COVID takes you. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the COVID has taken his sense of. He's got. He's got that fog. Understanding. He's got that COVID fog. <laughs> there's no. There's no fog, pal. 
No fog. So, okay, all right. No. Let's let's put let's let's put a period on this this USA network. Yeah, thing. let's uh, them let's wanting get some them stuff. wanting some kind of like edgier broadcast. I mean, I agree with that. Look, there was a point in time when Bobby Lashley came out. I'm gonna beat your butt. And look, they should not give Bobby Lashley the microphone ever, ever again. That's why they gave him MVP. Absolutely. They give MVP the microphone. Let him say, well, kick your ass, boy. And I I love MVP. I love MVP. I love the Hurt Business. I love it a lot. And the Hurt Business is out tonight. And I'm into that. I'm into the Hurt Business. And I'm into the fact that they beat the New Day for the championship. Just going to throw that in. That was a good match. It wasn't as good as I hoped it was going to be, but it was a good match. And, uh, yeah, I really like the Hurt Business and, and uh, more of that. Also, to kind of toss back to other things that they could do on Raw, I feel like I do feel like the third hour needs to be a little less silly, maybe a little more edgy. And I'm not saying like violence edgy, but they could show some color. People, people could bleed. It's okay. Yeah. It's 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 all right. I mean, you know, clearly we're in a pandemic. Maybe not. Maybe it needs to be fake blood. I don't know. Yeah, that might kind of piss some people off currently. yeah but then but then you sit back and you insult the intelligence of us as fans by doing some dumb shit like that fit what is fake blood dumb yeah i mean i listen you know they're not going to do it well so why are shit, they even going to do blood. it they're just not going to do it well that's what it comes okay, down to look okay maybe do real blood look i guess bleeding's been a thing forever i i don't know that i want anybody to get hepatitis and if they're not cool with it maybe not i mean it's their fault they don't have a shot yet Oh, okay, I mean we don't fine. have a hepatitis shortage shot. You're There's right. Every shot you can't get. Get the fuck Man, out of here. There it goes. <laughs> ah, damn, burning me up. Uh, <laughs> I'm wireless, people. I'm wireless. Uh, uh, I love Tom. the new Tom. Tom's gonna end up like one of these the days, like, just Tom. flipping out and like throwing his steel chair through his window and like walking down the steps, forgetting that he's not you're wired. Gonna go ahead and, you're gonna need oh, a these new monitor and, uh, headset just on standby for whenever you eventually smash them through each other. Uh, so I, I mean, I don't know how edgy. Like I said, look, they would have the fiend or just Bray Wyatt, dude. The fiend match. You hated it. Fake hit Alexa. What me? No, actually. So I didn't hate it. Um, no, actually, I, I thought it was fine. It wasn't yeah. like amazing. Uh, I did like that they lit him on fire at the end. So here's the thing. So if 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 this becomes Randy Orton's thing, where he just starts lighting people on fire now, because he really liked it, and he's sick. He's a sick human. Um. This is this is a huge win. I would love to watch Randy Orton light like fucking, you know, whomever, whomever on fire. Just let him light, whatever. Jeff Hardy. I'd fire. like to see him Jeff light Hardy. Tom Phillips on fire personally. Yes. Oh my God! Can he light Tom Phillips on fire? Well, no, because Tom, you can't recreate Tom Phillips as a pile of laundry in the middle of the ring. I mean, are you sure? Like uh, wrap I mean, him in a like wrap him in a sack or something. Not unless Tom Phillips starts wearing a mask. There was a lot of horrible cuts in that. In that. Uh, uh, listen, Tom, listen, listen, cinematic Tom match. In a sack, pre-tape it. Wrap him in a sack. Have Randy beat him up. RKO him. Wrap him. Wrap him in a sack. 
dump lighter fluid on the sack and then burn it. You know, it. they kept going with gasoline during the whole match. That's what really was irritating as well. Like, it's not gasoline. We're not stupid. Maybe it was carrot. If I poured that much gasoline... No, it's not even that. It's It's got to be... Okay, so it's I probably thought that, well, that it could working be gasoline, gasoline. But they would never want to, like, Randy Orton laid in that stuff whenever he had to lay down into it for the chair thing. But then they cut yeah. out, and it was a different chair because there was, like, blood or red wax or something, I don't know, all over the chair that was on fire big time. If you actually, you know, pay attention to the different cuts, it was weird. When, after Randy jumped out of the chair, it was covered in fire, but blood or something all over it. Not the same chair. All I'm like, saying no, is, right. all I'm saying is that in 1999, we got our very first look at the the Inferno match with Kane and and the Undertaker, and those flame rigs were not behind the barricade; they were all around the ring, and <laughs> those guys were in it to win it. They could have got caught on fire at any point in time during that match on accident. And as soon as they had it all set up around the around the perimeter of the barricade, I was like, oh, "Here we go! You're gonna you're gonna PG this on us right out the rip." You're Man, not even gonna I, give it. I, it, I, it was yeah. the, the whole thing was much. trash. The coolest fine. part. The what do you want to do with this year? The coolest part was the fiend getting a flaming RKO. You're gonna put you you want me to to suspend disbelief and you want to send these guys down and they're not in their actual ring gear and you want me to believe this come on man it's it just continue they just continue to insult our intelligence as fans and, and I, i'm just i'm tired of it i'm tired of it i'm a really stupid fan Tom. and i liked it i'm a, i'm a really stupid fan and i liked it um Teach their own, pal. So uh, okay, so uh, yes, with- I I agree with what you're saying, Walt, well, with the with the insult, the intelligence, and the like. But I mean, what? Uh, look, it's a fucking Firefly Inferno match. Uh, so here's what took it. Here here's what killed me. Here here's what killed it for me because it was like, if I would have watched this match on mute, it would have been a lot better. But in watching the match with audio on and listening to Tom Phillips. The problem was that, like, commentary sold it like it was real for a minute. Like, the the whole match itself and, like, the the thing around the match was like, oh, you win by lighting your opponent on fire. And that was the stipulation, right? That was the stip. However, once, like, the Fiend catches on fire, charges in to try to mandible claw Randy Orton, and then eats an on-fire RKO... Which only that killed him, right? Like the fiend was not it was he was impervious to pain and damage prior to that. However, the on fire thing managed to like burn away the magic, and that that RKO killed him, right? So he just laid there like a corpse or yeah. like a dummy. That's what it was. Eh? <laughs> and uh, at that point, Randy could just pour like wet on him. Which I don't know if you've ever been out cold and had somebody pour wet on you, but it, that wakes you up. It really does, unless you're like really, really like concussed, which he's not. He was not. Anyway, watch the match. I mean, surely he was. All right. Uh, listen, listen. Okay. Uh, he was not. It, come on, guys. No. There, there was a dumpster fire. Anyway, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. And then, and then, Randy throws. So look, I, I think they were looking for the the spectacle of Randy going, boom, boof. They were looking for that, ah, right? I mean, they got it. And look, yeah, that, no, they did. Look, if I'm, if I got it. If I'm, if I'm just suspending disbelief, that was cool. It was a cool shot. I liked that it was pre-taped. They obviously didn't really kill Bray Wyatt. Like, there wasn't actually murder. However, the only way this continues to be cool is if Randy continues to do this. <laughs> I mean... He just burns everyone. That's a possibility. I mean, in... Yeah. Let, let's, let's... I, I want to see that. Well, here's what I wrote down about the match for that one in particular. It's, it's, it's almost like the match before that. And... Obviously, like you've already said, it was pre-taped, so it's not like it yeah. was done in excessive order. But um, the previous match before that, which was Kevin Owens and uh, Roman Reigns, they went all out on that. And this particular match, it was just so like, Randy, don't do it. It's so just Because the match in. before that they was a SmackDown push. match. It wasn't a Raw match. Well... I didn't Two know. totally different sets of personnel. No, I didn't even think about that. Sorry, I mean, I'm sir. Just uh, so let's let's put a bow on on the USA Network here. I think that at the end of the day, they are absolutely correct to ask for a more edgy product. I feel like we've lived in this PG era long enough, and it's time to to put something out there that the adult fans are going to gravitate towards. Because everybody wants to sit here and say that AEW is the the professional wrestling for adults that's the the yesteryear and it's just as much of a dumpster fire as wwe is so where are we at because something's got to change somewhere and whether it's the creative team or you know vince needs to to take a good hard look at himself which i'm sure is probably something that needs to happen but something needs to change and hopefully this call to action by the usa network is going to give us something that we're going to actually want to sit down, watch, and enjoy every Monday night. Because what they're doing now isn't working for anybody. Um, and and that's just w what I got to say about that. I like Ross sometimes, but I agree. Vince needs to get himself out of it. And I have a cat on my lap. Um, there's a level of bad that comes with commentary and i feel like that's part of the problem with raw is that the commentary is so bad that it pulls you out of any good that anybody is doing in the ring and i don't know if that's vince's fault if that's tom phillips's fault but somebody needs to be better at calling the action and not only calling the action but selling the action and selling the story because it sure sounds like what they're doing isn't coherent to anything else that's going on there's no they're in the dark as much as we are if not more and if they're not in the dark then tom phillips is drunk so yeah something's well, got to give with my name if i'm sitting down to watch some wrestling and let's say i haven't watched anything yet for the week i've got everything available to me the last thing i'm picking to watch is raw so i don't know if it's the last thing i'm picking but well, second I'm, I'm not including Impact, and Dynamite's not that bad. 
Don't give me that shit. Well, in Tom's opinion, Dynamite's the, the drizzling <laughs> oh. shit. So. Oh, get out of here. I mean, I like I'm just that. saying. Give it a chance. Like Raw's been the drizzling shits for how many years? Speaking so. of the listen, speaking of the drizzling shits, hey Tom, I gotta I gotta take your your opinion here. Uh, Cody made a pretty controversial tweet for Star Wars oh, fans this fuck week. Cody Rhodes. Um, God damn that piece he, of shit motherfucker. He ranked the ranked the Star Wars uh, stuff Do you have out that there. Up? not Do you have too, that uh, I don't have it up, but I, I knew on. I knew that I had to see it. Hold on, hold on. I have it. I shared it. Where the hell is that? Stop talking to me, guys. Why are you always talking to me and I can't find the shit I shared to you? God. You guys are my I, get, I got it right here. Uh, okay, here we go. So he ranked he ranked Star Wars. Live reaction. 1 this. to 14. Number 14 being Rogue One. 13, Phantom Menace. 12, oh, Solo. Uh, uh, 11, uh, Rebels. Whoa, whoa. 10, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh. 9, Attack of the Clones. Eight Clone Wars, Stop. seven Mandalorian, pause. Six A New Hope. I'm not pausing. I want to let you go. Damn it, go. Five Return of the Jedi, four The Force Awakens, three Revenge of the Sith, two The Last Jedi, and number one is The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, he's right with Empire. Well, that's right I'm at least. Gonna, I'm, I'll I'm give him that one. Are you Empire? Yeah. I mean, that's well, fine. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna argue Empire. Uh. His number two, come on. All right, I'm on Cody's Twitter. Hold on. I'm pulling this list right now because, oh, but God, here it is. All right, one, Empire. He's not wrong. Two, The Last Jedi. Sir, first of all, fuck him for that. Two, The Last <laughs> Jedi. Look, Cody's not allowed to watch Star Wars anymore, and I'm in charge of saying that. The Last Jedi was the biggest piece of shit movie I've ever seen in my life. Not just Star Wars movie. Piece of shit movie. Oh, uh, they tried to subvert your expectations. Fuck your expectations, man. Like fucking fuck that movie. Literally, it was it was hot garbage from start to finish. It was all like, uh, but wait, I've got a surprise. It's not it, like that's stupid. That's the stupidest, laziest writing ever. It's like it's it's like watching like a drunk baby walk into walls. That's what the last Jedi is like. It's it was I watched it and I'm like, well it was a pretty movie, but I, I'm pretty sure it was terrible the whole way through. It made no I have sense a, at all. Tom, I'm sorry. Can can we maybe make a movie about drunk babies walking into walls? It would have been better than the last I Jedi. would watch that shit. That it at least for five to ten minutes that would be funny. Yeah, it wasn't the last other, Jedi other than the whole funny. scenario of their drunk babies, maybe maybe just small midgets that are Movie magic, they look like baby. Would have been Let's better. Right. Well, Would it's going to edit this out. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith is fine. It's certainly not number three, but it's it's just fine. It's the most okayest of the prequel trilogy. Um, the Force Awakens is fine. It's a setup. It's not. It's not really even a whole movie. It's just a setup. Return of the Jedi is fine. I'd probably put it somewhere around five. A New Hope. Uh, whatever mando first of all should be like number one or two clone wars should also should be number two uh attack of the clones is like number 13 uh rise of skywalker is like number 12 um rebels is like number four ish 
Look, Cody, Cody's drunk. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He just randomly numbered these to piss me off. And quite frankly, if Cody's booking what he's doing, uh, Cody's a drunk idiot. Now, look, Cody put a stupid tattoo on his neck. Okay? Yeah, really Cody makes bad life decisions. Cody makes bad decisions. And this, this, yeah. list, is a, this list is a bunch of bad decisions. Co- Cody's a bad life decision. And, and this is it. Cody, well, Cody's making bad decisions. I mean, one, one, one decision. Maybe with Brandy, that's great. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say them. That is good stuff. Yeah. That's, well, that's congrats, good. Look, congrats to them. They're very happy. I'm sure that I didn't mean to shit all over him. I'm sure he's a hell of a nice guy. From what I've heard no, from Jericho Cruz people that I know and everything, he's he's nice I mean, as, unless, as can be. I'm but sure and unless, you're a, unless you're a producer for AEW, then you get treated like shit. Cody thinks you're a creepy weirdo. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Well, don't be a creepy weirdo. Right. I mean, I'm sure Cody. I'm sure Cody's son will be a good wrestler. So let's. Since we're talking about AEW, let's talk about AEW. First of all, I'm not mad at how they're booking Sting. Really? No. Really, I'm not. I'm not at all. I've seen three segments so far. At this Um, point, I'm still happy to just see. Sting. I'm good. Really? I mean, I'm I'm going to be interested to watch yeah. this train wreck yeah. that's going to happen between him and Darby Allen, though. Uh, that's not going to be good for anybody involved. Okay. I'm uh, not interested, but go on. I'm just saying it, it, uh, they they're doing it. They're doing it right. You know, I, I was concerned right? with how they were going to do it. I think that they're doing it. They're keeping that sting mystique. And that's all that anybody can ask for. I mean, for if right you now. hate it, there's no way that we can really probably sell it. Really, it's it's just more that you just gotta appreciate what it was, and it's it's back again. I guess it's the I real mean, thing. It's, it's not really. It, there's no selling it. Least, it's not like he's done anything. It's just at you least like not in a wheelchair. Well, I mean, and then I you mean, still have shit. like you still have shit things on AEW. Like, who gave SCU a live mic this week? Like, who thought not that me. was a good oh, idea? Man. Who thought that was a good idea? That was SCU. trash. Oh, that was terrible. Who did that? And then the the dumb rap battle with the acclaimed. Fast okay, forward. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I have to say this. AW is the worst thing I've ever watched in my entire life. It's really. You watched a really bad. horrible episode. It's not even good television, let alone good wrestling. It's not. It's no. bad. This it's, week was it's, not good television. It's at occasionally all. just it's occasionally like the worst thing I've ever seen. Not only so <laughs> Alright, like I, I've watched a lot of bad television in my lifetime. Like I'm I I am I'm a child of the nineties. I've watched a lot of VH one. I've watched a lot of MTV. I've watched a lot of reality television because I stay up too late. And AEW is routinely they put on some of the worst segments I've ever seen in my life in all of wrestling ever. And I've watched a, enough impact and I watched a lot of WCW. AEW might be the worst wrestling product as a whole in the history of the sport. And it's beating and Monday Night Raw, pal. It's not though. Eyeballs were on it, but there aren't eyeballs watching it. There's like, oh my god, there's but more there kids in the correct demographics. It. That's what matters. I don't give a shit about th- No, it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't it does. matter. Look, you can't look. just fucking take that out of there and, like, it doesn't matter. How is that? Okay. 
That's well, that's that's what I'm wanting to buy. If if I'm selling you Raw, a TV show, the worst Raw ever had two times as many people watching it as so? AEW this week. It was two times as many. It was like fifty percent more people. Look, you can't tell me like, uh, well, the right demographics voted for this presidential candidate. However, this presidential candidate got well, no. Twice I'm not selling a president on fucking Snickers bars over here. Like, I'm over here like, hey, I'm trying to sell you Skittles. Or, well, I probably, you know, and, and was, Kalamazoo I, look, look, bars over here. I haven't recovered yet. They, were, they, they, they fucking open-ass <laughs> into my eyeballs this week. It was terrible. And not only open it. Look, okay. Uh, I don't want to talk about this yet. Can we talk no, about it? This, this, this is what we do. Oh, this is what we're I mean, I'm I'm good to talk about match of the week, but I mean I, I got I got one thing that I need to say and hopefully it doesn't doesn't have anything to do with anybody's match of the week, but you know, everybody's pissed off that Bailey beat Bianca Belair this week. Um I think it was the right decision. Yes. Only because I watched the match and it was a good match. Uh, and, I thought the match was trash. No, I, you're yeah, wrong. I, I, I hated God everything damn this it, week. Walt, God damn it, <laughs> I'm just saying, Honestly, Pop. where I'm at is I didn't even realize that it happened because I watched NXT, you know. What the hell is that? <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> he doesn't make sounds anymore, but he would be shooting you right now. I'm just saying, I don't... I, I, I think the decision to beat her was was well placed. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, how do you beat Bianca Belair with Bailey on a losing streak?" Yeah, she's lost two matches, and they were both championship Bro, matches. Bianca Belair has been shit on the entire time she's been on the Raw roster. Uh, she found her, her place, SmackDown. man. Shut the fuck up for a minute. Jobbing. So you move her to SmackDown, and you think that she's gonna do something decent, and then here we are, back to losing and jobbing again. That's uh, nice. I mean. Are you going to sacrifice your number one heel in your women's division on the SmackDown side of things? Can to, she take one? Yeah. To an up-and-comer? She, she took two fun. already, pal. It doesn't matter. I'm just were... saying, bud. There's nothing wrong with that booking decision. And if you're in the... Mm. the, the, the Everything you know, the is wrong with the people, booking decision whenever you, you think build you, up a specific person so that she can be a kingmaker, if you could say that, a queenmaker, I guess. And then she's not going to be what able to What does she Boston? do? She fucking kisses her ass and twirls her hair around. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get no, I'm talking about here. Bailey. Oh, listen. Well, then, then what are you bitching about? Because I'm sitting here putting Bailey over. I thought it was a good match. I didn't hate it. I'd watch it again. I I'm ready for match number two. I I felt like this was part one in a in a several match storyline, and I will watch it more. And I'm hoping, hoping. They put on a banger in one of three. This one wasn't the banger. It was okay. All right, Josh. Match of the week. Where are we at? Derek, you want to go first since, you know. No, no. I'm, going, I'm first. No, it's I'm Tom. first. I'm okay, first because I'm going to cuss at both of you motherfuckers. Anyway, my match of the week was Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. And I'm going to tell you why. Because... It was phenomenal. It was a great match from start to finish. Look, I love K. I love this char- this KO character. I oh, love. Yeah. I think everything that KO is doing in the ring and character wise 
not only character what like in the ring but also character wise in the ring it's it's a nuanced thing and it's good uh and it, it's especially pronounced because they're in the thunderdome there's no real fans there uh ko is the kind of guy that sort of thrives in this environment as does roman i really feel like that's kind of been the the, the, the just very crux of all of this and it's it's storytelling wise and it's it's everything the only thing i don't like about it is that like jay oso's role in all of this seems to be beaten getting beaten to a pulp with a chair uh and that seems to be a recurring theme and it's like every time one something like this happens like okay oh, gonna beat jay oso with to a pulp with a chair um and that was fine truthfully uh, it looked good every time i'm not i like, think we got too much jay uso in that match it was fine. Look, Look I, days, so. I think the point was that, you know, it wasn't necessarily KO versus Roman one-to-one. And but we're going to get that now in a steel cage here on Friday. Um, But it was just like, you know, KO versus Roman in that TLC match. And Jay kept interjecting and Jay got beat to death with the chair again. But that let Roman like get back into it and roman was sort of always in charge of the match but like there kept being interjections in it um there was a point in time in that match where ko looks at him like you're gonna have to kill me and to me that that i mean that hit me as a like the part where there was an obvious shoulder injury ready to happen whenever he busted through the uh yeah he's you're you're gonna have to kill me uh, and you heard Kevin say that, and I was I was uh, I was taken aback by that, and I really felt like that was sort of the embodiment of everything that's going on within this storyline. Look, I'm not necessarily a work rate kind of guy. Um, I want to see storylines happen in a match. I want to see that banter back and forth. Part, the biggest and most important thing for me within this like COVID era of wrestling is that. I can hear the banter in the match, what's going on. Kevin Owens has always been the best at that for me. And, I mean, Roman Reigns, truth be told, has has also become the best at it. Like, a year ago, two years ago, you would have said that to me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't believe that at all. I'm with you on that. Oh, my God. Oh my! Like when when Roman says something in a match, I'm like, I believe it. Not only do I believe it, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my god! Like I'm, I'm 100 on board. I don't care that it's kind of like, oh well, you know, Jay Uso gets beat by a chair. Like that sort of to me is like, I know it's coming, but it's it's just it's part of it and it works out. Uh, so that for me was the best match of the week. Had and, a really good uh, story, man. I uh, it, it it got me. They got me a couple of times. Uh, they uh, they got me a couple of times. I, the, I thought thought for sure that. KO was going to win that uh, at one or two points in that match. They, I, I thought so too. And afterwards, like they did such a good job that after the match was over and Roman won, I was like visibly disappointed. Like I could feel it. Like I was just so disappointed that KO didn't win that match because they told that story next level. I, I that to me was the like the thing that really stuck with me. Um, the only other thing that I want to point out and it was also from TLC is uh, Sasha versus um, Carmella. And that to me really stood out because not because uh, look, I, I understand that Sasha can put on a good match and Derek, you're going to disagree with me on that, but 
I'm a big Carmella fan, and I feel like this may have been Carmella's best outing yet. Even I mean, it was fine. She did I, even despite even despite her long title run. Um, I was hoping that she would actually get the win tonight, but well, I knew you were. You know. I knew you would, but I mean, I, f- I felt like it was a good match. Uh, it went. Yeah, really- yeah, it was a lot of good action, a lot of false finishes. It, I, I could have done without the, the the Reginald stuff, though. Okay, uh, the frog splash though, the Eddie Guerrero fro- frog splash, I, that was uh, for me very good. And, and to beat her with the bank statement, uh, I think the banks, I think the backstabber and the bank statement to me is the best combo finisher in wrestling. And uh, yeah, so that's my that's my like runner up. But but yeah, Kevin Kevin versus Roman was because that might be the best match I've seen. Kevin versus Roman was just, it was such a hot start. I mean. That's probably the best memorable. Seen in, as uh, soon as it come on, it was it was it was time. I mean that We're that might be, that might be the best match I've seen in six months. I, I mean, and AJ versus uh, and that Miz. was all right. The Miz Honestly, I, I hated the Miz. I feel like he ruined it. it that did. It I, I, made I, it I agree with you. We were all sort but, of watching at the same time, and I, I agree with you that the Miz's yeah. interjection into that kind of mucked that up for me. That was really good. I really liked the finish on that one, but otherwise, I mean, I felt like that was really good too. Uh, I, I feel like they just had the money in the bank for so long that they had to cash it in. Oh my God, it's the last pay per view of the year. We got to do this because we've been mucking around with this. But uh, yeah. that still went. It wasn't bad, and that to me was like the other one that was like TLC this year was way better than like. The last three TLCs. Yeah, it, it's been way better than I ever would have expected for this year. Yeah. But here's my thing with the ladder matches. I love Money in the Bank. That's going to be my favorite pay-per-view match of all time. Money in the Bank is great. Good step. But step. it's a great ladder match because it's more than two people. And yeah. I came into the pay-per-view thinking this. The first match, AJ, it made that very clear to me. You know, like, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking it would be. It's going to suck because of that. But... Kevin Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns in a ladder match, just one one v one, was actually awesome. They timed everything well. It wasn't ridiculously like, oh, this ladder's so tough to get up, and I'm waiting on someone to come and pull me down. Yeah, that's a a hard. That's why Money in the Bank is such a such a great concept because you've got you know seven eight guys in there, however many it is at one time trying to pull everybody down so it it kind of makes a lot more sense you don't have these big lulls and trying to actually like oh i don't know how buckles work how do i pull this <laughs> uh, can't. how do i so what was your match of the week then big dog so well um i was gonna go with with your uh kevin owens roman you Reigns, can you then... can go for no, it no no i i mean i guess it was it was no, it was it absolutely was, and Walt's over there oh, just. Oh, Walt, get out of here! Get, getting all over me. Look at you. What? What do you have to say? Go on. Walt, he I'm just listening, make, pal. He wants to make me mad. Go on, go on, Derek. I'm gonna hear um, Walt. I'm gonna fight here. Basically, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got nothing, nothing crazy else to go on other than, I mean, the yeah. So basically, if I was gonna say, I'd go with Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. I mean. It wasn't a terrible match at all. I mean, if I've got to pick something other good. than... What's that? 
It was good. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. I was I was mm-hmm. waiting to it. I mean, it was solid. It wasn't something that, you know, it was going to write home about, but I was entertained, and that's what matters. I was definitely happy with it. Um, yeah, it was <laughs> good. It was real good. I, I enjoyed it, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, think I think that uh, I didn't really care for the screwy finish, but, I mean, it it, it served its purpose, and it – it's going to set us up to get that Raquel Gonzalez and, and Rhea Ripley feud that I think that we're all after. And um, it's definitely put Tony Storm in a place to be the heel that knocks off Io Shirai. Dude, Rhea Ripley just has the best women's interests in NXT. That's what's up. Is That big stomp with the fire is... Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. Um, I, look, I, I'm a big fan of... We mentioned four women there. Um, Rhea... Ooh, great. Tony Storm, mm, baby, great. And honestly, prefer Tony Storm as a heel. True to- true story. Yeah, I'm having it's a good growing, time with it's, this. It's growing on me. Um, yeah. EO, I, I kind of like EO as a heel better. Her, like, tweener baby face Stone Cold thing is, I don't know, it's time for her to lose the championship, but I fucking love EO. Good Lord. So good. Right? How could you, how did you not like? Oh, there's going to be Io Shirai match. Oh, okay. I'm just going to watch that because it's going to be great. Um, and yeah, uh, Raquel has been. I, I want to say like the last four weeks, my top match of the week. Yeah. So, gotta love it. Loves me some NXT babies. It's good stuff. How about the oh, way? Love the way. Yes, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne was a very good clinical match. Mm, the beginning uh, left a lot to be desired. It, it was kind of honestly was, killed this, me. They stuck right it off the, the middle, bat. stuck it in the middle of the show, and it went on for a long time. And then it was yeah. pinnacle, and then it was like foo, foo, at the end. Anyway, made me not out. care. It took on for too long. What were your matches? Uh, my matches of the now week. is where we get to the good part. <laughs> um, so my my matches of the week uh, we we pretty much all, already all talked about. Uh, so Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm um, definitely it was a it was a good match. It was a great match. Um, good match. I wasn't Wonderful. mad at the match. Um, you know, and then Mella and Sasha at TLC was really solid. Um, like I said, I could have done without the the Reginald BS at the end, uh, but. You know, honestly, my match of the week was was Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, just based on the story that they told. Um, it was good. It was good stuff. There was nothing. <laughs> there, there was nothing. I'm getting there. Uh, there, there was nothing in that match that I, I didn't didn't love, like and or appreciate. Um, but I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw this out here, uh, based on what I saw last night at TLC, Kevin Owens is going to win the Royal Rumble and he's going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. I'd be calling cool it at that point. It'd I be see it. I believe it. Um, mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be pretty salty about it because I think that that's the only way that this can end because we're not going to get the Rock at WrestleMania because no. he, want, he wants to come back with a full, full roster of folks and uh, guys, we're officially in WrestleMania season, so um, are we on the road? We're on. Is the that road. the deal? Is that we're really what's up? It's, like it's you've the seen road. That? We're on Rock the road. Says, no, 
Yeah, The Rock says he will only only come back if there are people in the stands. And uh, we're to the point where you have to take your top act and you have to start building a long-term storyline towards WrestleMania. And sure. I, The Rock is very non-committal. So, so um, it's at least another year. I, I would say it's at least line. another year. So, um, you know, and I've been teasing this all week that I felt like Kenny Omega and Joey Janela was the match of the week. Um, it was a shitty match. There was nothing <laughs> There was nothing to it. Um, but what it did do is something that I have not seen from AEW um, since their inception. And it set you up for the next piece of the story. And I really enjoyed the fact that we finally got a little bit of a story told from AEW. Um, at least one that I can see and one that I can appreciate. And that was with the setup for Ray Phoenix, the Ray Phoenix match. Um, you know, because the whole thing was, oh, well, Kenny Omega wouldn't have beat Joey Janela. Get the hell out of here. Joey Janela is a trash bag of a competitor. Okay. And I'm glad that they, that Don Callis came out and was ripping on his pigtails because that was the most ridiculous thing ever. And I don't want to sit here and I don't want to bash on Joey Janela because, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. And these guys are, are out there doing this and we don't know what that life's like. And it's easy for us to sit here and talk this shit. But as fans, I know what we what we appreciate and what we respect, and that's just not really that's not really it, um, you know. So I, I'm I actually feel like the the match between Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega actually has a lot of potential to it, and uh, I'm kind of excited to see it. So we know that Kenny's going to win, and eventually we're going to we're going to get to the pack uh, Kenny Omega thing. And I think that if the the timing lines up and everything's right, that they're going to put the title on pack. And I think that this is. This is where we're going to see next-level shit from AEW. And uh, I hope I'm right because everything that was put in front of us this week, from my perspective and my opinion, was just a giant dumpster fire that got gasoline poured on it night after night, hour after hour, minute after minute. Um, I didn't enjoy anything this week. I really didn't. Honestly, I hope you're right because what I had written down for notes was that they hot shot everything that's going on. Like, why are you just running Kenny Omega through different competitors every week? There's no storyline behind anything. Like tonight, we got Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela coming out there for 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 what? Not tonight, I mean, but last and week. Here's, but, and here's the thing: like I I joked about this all week, like that this was my match of the week. But f- for in re- all reality, the the match was was, was terrible. But, all right, I need to talk about this. Stop. Pause. Tom's over there, like foaming at the mouth. I'm fo- I'm seething. <laughs> seething. Okay, first of all, number one, Joey Janela walks out with his dumbass piggy tails, looking like shit. Look, the man's been off for weeks. Could could have dieted, could have worked out. No, 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 no. McDonald's, cheeseburgers, and beer, and beer, and cigarettes, uh, and cigarettes. Didn't do a push up. No. Uh, did I, look, look, boys. I I can do. Me neither. I mean, I'm not gonna. I I can do 65 push-ups in a row. Here, me, just and that's just so I don't have a heart attack and die. Okay, I want to be able to lift my little girl up. Fucking this fat motherfucker walks out here like making a million dollars a year. Whatever, whatever he's making, I, he's making ten dollars a year. Fuck him. He maybe lives in his car. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. So he walks out here in his piggy tails, um, to like be the main event on a TV show. Not only that. Okay, the first like up to commercial break of the show was just garbage of Twinkle Toes, Big Finger Bang, Mr. Fucking Penny Omega, the, the world champion. 
Twinkle Tails. He's not a world champion. Teddy Omega sucks. Why Teddy Omega? Why does he suck so much? Uh, let me walk around like this when I do my fucking wrestling. Fuck him. And fuck wrestling. Oh my god, it's terrible. I can't stand to watch this man. And then to watch begin with, like, like, okay, so it comes in. And it's like, it's like, it, it's okay. It's oh, it's a no disqualification match, right? No DQ, no DQ, because that's all Joey Janela can do. That's kind of all Kenny Omega can do too. It's like it's got to be no, 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 no. We got to make this a trash. We got to make this yeah. a like a, the a cookie sheet was fire. nice. Oh my! Oh, I'll get to that. I'm not there yet. Sure, sure, sure. We got to make this. We got to make this a match that's. That's just such garbage that, like, we can cover all of the, like, fat boy Joey Janela and, like, Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang bullshit. Like, we gotta cover it as, oh, it's a no DQ match because Joey Janela can't have a straight up wrestling match because he just can't. Really, neither can Kenny Omega unless somebody's carrying him. Kota Abushi is not here in AEW. Therefore, they cannot do this match. <sighs> Are you good, anyway. pal? No. Breathe, Tom. Breathe. <sighs> anyway, so uh, we move on with this garbage match. Joey Janela comes out with holding a garbage can, which signifies how the rest of the match is going to go. Trash. <laughs> Uh, at some point during the clusterfuck of what the beginning of the match was, uh, Joey Janela sells getting hit by what is more or less uh, a uh, aluminum foil pan. Yes. It was aluminum foil. Look, look, I, I hit my kids with aluminum foil, and they think it's funny. It's a cookie pan. Cookie, cookie pan. It was, al- that. it was an aluminum foil. It was probably pan. steel. No, it was aluminum <laughs> foil anyway and he just sell it and at that point i kind of felt bad for him uh and then there was a point later in the match where joey janela was looking for something under the ring that he didn't find it just wasn't there he was looking like what where's my where's my dildo i don't know that's what he's looking for was a big rubber dildo he was gonna beat him with a dildo. Maybe it was a styrofoam dildo. I don't know. We're not on at ten o'clock. We're on at eight. You better settle. Yeah, but it was the main event. <laughs> they had they had dildo time. So, <laughs> and then after that, he somehow gets Kenny Omega onto a table, and then gives him the worst leg drop I've ever seen in my life through said table. Dude, he sat on his face. It wasn't he even. Did. Leg it, drop. It, it was an ass to mouth, is what it was. Yes. It and was ass to mouth. Human to, which, to which Kenny Omega sprung up as though he was taking Viagra and he was a penis because he is a penis. He sprung up, boom, hopped in the ring, hopped in the ring with Joey, kneed him twice to the face, one winged angel, which is still the dumbest move in wrestling, and then he Fuck and Don, out. and then he and Don Callis got on the mic and were dicks about it. They were being dicks about it earlier. Look, Don Callis was the best part of this match, but the rest of the match was such hot, wet garbage. I disagree. I disagree. Tony Schiavone was the best part of the match when he told nah, you're right. you're Don right. Callis to kiss his ass and get out of his face. <laughs> that was right. Honestly, Tony Schiavone should have actually taken his chair, should have got up off the chair that he was sitting on because it's one of these bad boys. 
He should have got up on the chair, and he should have taken the chair and walked up to Kenny Omega and hit him in the head really hard. And then also hit Joey Janelle in the head really hard. And then hit Don Callis really hard with chair. Is that one of the official chairs from the Pittsburgh show? No, this is actually, I bought this at Walmart for like eight bucks. (laughs) No, that's the same thing then. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that um, I don't like AEW, and I don't want to watch it anymore. So um, I would prefer it if instead of making me watch AEW, you took a chair like this, and you hit me in the head really hard so that I was just knocked unconscious. You could put AEW on, and I didn't watch it because I was unconscious because of the head contusion, and I didn't have to watch it because it's the worst fucking thing on television. And please stop. Can we cancel AEW? Can Match of the week, pal. On that note, <laughs> take us home. Uh, Derek, I, I just wanted to say, um, I got to speak after that. Are you serious? No, no. <laughs> we we don't reward stupidity around here. Okay, with your your stupid talk earlier. Okay. Wow. But I will I will shout you out because you wore our brand new t-shirt. A good t-shirt. I like that you went with neon green. I went with purple. You know, is, I, was, I was playing around earlier cuz I I got a new camera and I was I was testing it out and I I turned on the green screen mode and I wasn't thinking <laughs> Yeah, boys. Literally, just everything was here, and I was like, "Well, it works really good for that small space." <laughs> like, I don't know what's gonna happen back here, but right here, HD baby, good shit, good <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah. So, make sure you follow us on social media. You know, at one underscore fall WC on both Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching this, you're on YouTube. But if you're listening to us, which so like many, grab. Which so, so many of you do, and we really, really, truly appreciate that, um, please feel free to donate to help out the show. Uh, that would be much obliged so that we can Wait, continue. there's donations? Yeah. When did oh. that start happening? Uh, we, a couple weeks ago. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. We, I need, we need to share that. So um, My I, mommy I, might give us money. Oh well, then yeah, definitely. the 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 link to the the donation thing is in every episode description, fellas. Um, so uh, yeah, check that out. That would be awesome. Uh, I'll share yeah, it with my mommy. Buy some of our shit. Uh, the link for our our merchandise is in every episode description. Um, until next time, it's all love. We'll see you next week. One fall wrestlecast. One fall. <laughs>